Blog Talk Radio. All Music Radio, Washington, D.C. We're on the air live from the All Music Radio stations. This is our Blog Talk Radio component of All Music Radio. I'm your host, Mike Fortune. Get a chance. You can call in and let us know how things are going as far as coronavirus. Coronavirus, the invisible enemy. Coronavirus is the invisible enemy that does not discriminate regardless of social, economic, educational, religious, or governmental status. We don't know where it's going to hit. Shortages of hospital beds, personal protective equipment, and basic cleaning supplies are in short supply in a way probably greater than in the than in the last depression. All schools are closed. Businesses deemed non essential are closed with unemployment hitting over two million. Actually I think it was uh, three point uh, eight million claims that were reported in terms of updated workers teleworking. This is our modern day pandemic. Store shelves empty in a way that does not represent America, the land of the plenty. We are coming up short. Where are we really? Were we really prepared? Where do we go from here? And how will our lifestyles be forever changed? Uh, if you got, uh, we'd like to hear from you, our listeners, in terms of your strategies, how you're feeling about what's going on, what resources may be available to other people that you might want to just uh, pass on to somebody. Eight four five two seven seven nine two two six. We'll be right back after this. Quick. Because I'm going to take you there. There ain't no question on it.
Despite all music radio in Washington, D.C., we're talking about coronavirus, the invisible enemy. And it is an invisible enemy because we just don't know. I guess it started in China, but it's here now. And as uh, as of today, at uh, 7, 7.40 Eastern Standard Time in the U.S., Washington, D.C., the U.S. leads the world in confirmed cases, 100 1,657, the uh, University of uh, uh, John Hopkins University is keep, keeping what they call a heat map in terms of worldwide activity. And according to looking at their map, the only place where I don't see any real activity is Antarctica. Uh, total deaths worldwide is, uh, well, 591.802 is the uh, total number of uh, infected cases. Total deaths worldwide, 26,996. Out of the 591-802, 130,915 people have recovered. So um, percentage-wise, I guess it's a little rough there. But the interesting thing is when you look at the heat map, some of the countries that you think it might be more rampant in, it isn't. Uh, St. Kitts, too. Nicaragua, two. Guinea, two. Belize, two. Sudan, two, uh, three. Somalia, three. St. Lucia, three. Libya, Liberia, three. Once again, I think part of the problem there is their ability to detect who has it, who doesn't. Uh, obviously, the quality and the quantity of the health care system, uh, you know, kind of speaks for itself. If you've ever been to any of those countries or if you've ever heard about uh, uh, things that have happened from a health viewpoint there. So basically, number one is U.S. Number two is Italy with 86,498, followed by China, Spain, Germany, France, Iran, uh, Iran, uh, United Kingdom, Switzerland, Korea, uh, Netherlands, South Korea. So basically, I gave you the top 10 in the world as far as uh, where they stand at. Um, I've never seen anything like it. And it may be something that's a once in a lifetime thing that we all may see. If you want to give us some input in terms of your observation, you can give us a call at 845 277 845-277-9226. It's going to come up as probably, well, I'll just let you know, that is a New York number. So uh, basically, if you got some input, you got some ideas, something you have seen that you want to pass on everybody. Uh, I know one thing, some gastrointestinal uh, doctors have said that one symptom they have seen that you don't hear too much about is people having diarrhea. Now, that may be an initial sign that people may go through. I think I've seen another thing today that, that talked about pink eye. Uh, so you got other symptoms that deal with other issues that apparently are beginning to show up or being observed by those who are treating people who, in fact, uh, have been affected infected and affected. Uh, I think we've all been affected by it, you know, in terms of social distancing and businesses are closed except essential businesses. Uh, and even the whole idea of what businesses are essential, the definition has come under question, particularly in the state of Maryland. I mean, car dealerships didn't know if they were essential or not. Well, they provide essential service as far as 
servicing and selling cars, so they were allowed to stay open. Certain daycares that had been certified by the state for workers, police, fire, EMT, medical people, those uh, uh, those uh, uh, child care facilities had been allowed to stay open, but of those that have not been certified by the state, they got to close, which is a problem. There's a lady that has a daycare in Greenbelt, Maryland. She has 20 or 30 people, and, you know, she's just scrambling around trying to decide what to do, when to do, who to call, and how to call them. You know, she said she was getting the paperwork together as far as any kind of aid from the state or the federal government and said, you know, every time they put the information in, the system would crash or you couldn't get in. So once again, I think our infrastructure to address this issue is kind of, is coming under attack in terms of its ability to hold up under the strain of so much uh, coming at it. I mean, have you tried to call a bank or, or a credit card company or, or any service company? Man, you can't get through. You cannot get through at all. Because everybody, Lottie Dottie, and everybody's calling. You know, so you know you can sit on the phone an hour and pray that they don't hang up on you. They might, you never know. But I would suggest don't get nasty with them because it ain't going to help. You might be a little upset, but you're going to have to wait. I mean, obviously, if you can do it by email, I don't know when they're going to get back to you. But, you know, once again, all these companies are putting all these letters out saying, you know, they know about it and how their operations are affected, blah, blah, blah. And the place I go to get my car washed. I got a monthly uh, uh, a subscription, and uh, they sent out a note basically saying that, you know, all their facilities would be closed, and they would not be charging until the facilities are back open. Once again, I went to one of my gyms that I go to thinking that they would do the same thing. Hell, they charged me, and I can't even go. But they came back and said, well, we'll give you a credit for the time that you weren't able to utilize it. Well, we'll really see. But they don't know that I'm, I'm dropping them anyway because I got a Peloton. So, you know, you got to think outside the box in terms of what you do, how you go and exercise. You know, once we get through this, and we're going to get through it now. Don't think we're not going to get through it, but life will be different once we get through it. Because you know what? Better days are coming. On All Music Radio, Blog Talk Radio, the All Music Radio segment. We're live on the air. If you want to give us a call, 845-277-9226, 845-277-9226. We're on the air live. You got something you want to talk about coronavirus? You want to talk about your experience? You want to talk about your fears? Give us a call. Because better days are coming, y'all. I don't know when, but they're coming. Hang on in there. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. He got this under control. It ain't only, it's only but a, it's only a test, y'all. Yeah, all those emotions people are going through. You know, I mean, if you are working, man, they they probably working like a Hebrew slave. Can probably get not can't get enough rest. I mean, look at your firemen and policemen. I mean, they've already been they're they're, they're on the front line anyway, and now they're getting exposed to it. You know what I mean? I mean, you got several firemen, DC police. I mean, DC fire department. You know, they have uh, either have it or have come in contact with somebody on the department that has. It's just a matter of time. It's like 
Who next? You don't know. You don't know where it's coming from. You don't know who has it. If you got the symptoms, get checked out. Stay home. Call your doctor. You know, the shortness of breath and, you know, uh, the wheezing, the coughing. You know, it feels like you got your your chest feels like, uh, you know, you got a crushing feeling on your chest. You know, you you might want to stay home. Uh, You don't need to spread it to nobody else. And then even once you're home, you got to kind of contain it with the people that you live with. You don't want to get a whole family, uh, you know, this, 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 this situation. You know, I know you're not trying to, but, you know, you just got to use some common sense in terms of, you know, what you do and how you do it and who you do it with to some extent. Um, we're going to bring up all of the uh, symptoms that the CDC has, I guess, determined that exist as far as what to look for. Okay, this is what they say. People may experience cough, fever, tiredness, difficulty breathing in severe cases. Now, all these young folk, I know they think they're Superman and Superwoman or Robin and and Batman, but statistically, the number of people on ventilators are young folks from the age of 18 to 40. So this whole thing about, uh, you know, obviously people who have underlying medical conditions are, are vulnerable. They're vulnerable anyway for anything. Don't make, it ain't got to be this. It, it can be anything that they're vulnerable for. So we're not we're not talking about nothing new when it comes to vulnerabilities. I mean, if, you know, the older you get, the more vulnerable you get to some extent. Not to say everybody don't keep in shape and and so forth, and I know they they do, but it just seems like that's just a part of life. Seems like you get older, damn, every damn thing happens. Everything starts slowing up and breaking down on you. So yeah, you're more vulnerable, but we aren't the only ones that are vulnerable. Those over the age of sixty aren't the only ones vulnerable. These young folks are too. They just think that they're not. And that's where the problem comes in. You know, a lot of the, the universities have closed their campuses down and doing online for the rest of the semester. And some of them may be doing it for the rest of the year. I don't think we're going to be out of this until, I don't know, three months later. If you look at China, basically, theirs really started in the end of December. And they're over. They, they're beginning to get over the hump where the number of cases is uh, is is lowering. Uh, the the curve is uh, is is going down versus going up. They don't have as many cases. I mean, but you know, uh, for example, New York, they got half of the cases as far as increase. I mean, the increase in the cases in the United States is astronomical. So I mean, it's like. Uh, we have just reached the, we haven't even reached the apex, okay, at all. I mean, it's like, like everything's closed except grocery stores, so forth, so on. Uh, Governor Cuomo in New York leads the nation in people who are confirmed to have COVID-19. He says, I don't believe we're going to be able to flatten the curve enough to meet the capacity of the healthcare system. 
while the states contemplate more extreme measures to combat the rising flood that is beginning to overwhelm the state's hospitals and other states with fewer confirmed cases may just be days or weeks away behind New York. And they were saying that uh, Chicago, Detroit, and Louisiana was gaining some ground, maybe not in the number per se, but in the rate of uh, increase that they're having. Um, the analysis of data from the Center of Disease Control and Prevention compiled by John Hopkins University shows that many states such as, such as New Jersey, Colorado, Florida, and Louisiana are on similar trajectories to New York already with others following closely behind. These numbers are based on the latest numbers of confirmed people with COVID-19, which is which is likely far lower than the actual number of cases due to limited testing across the U.S. That's part of the problem. Don't have enough tests. Now, we ain't saying everybody go out there and get a test. Hell no. We ain't got enough tests to do it anyway. I mean, what happens? You go out there, you get the test, you're not, uh, you you know, you're negative, and then two weeks later, you got it. What you can do is get tested every week. Ain't got enough tests for the people who need it. And it's a slow process in terms of getting it out. Then on top of that, when they do get the test out, you might have to wait five to seven days before you find out if you do or you don't. I mean, that's got to be hell. It's got to be pure hell to wait to find out if you will or if you don't. Yeah, in, in terms of just the, the mental piece of it, you know, it, it, it just has to be uh, – uh, it, it's got to be mind-boggling as far as – you know your mental state uh as far as uh you know how things are going you know the question is you know uh uh america's coronavirus may be at its most dangerous point uh the u.s will find out whether it's likely to be the next south korea or italy or china when it comes to the new coronavirus um crisis uh Data announced by USA Today finds that two weeks after the U.S. first entered into the community transmission on March 3rd, America's trajectory is trending towards Italy's where circumstances are die. U.S. officials are sounding alarm, urging Americans to heed what federal, state, and local officials are asking them to do in order to curtail the spread and dampen the impact of the virus of the population. Uh... I mean, we probably friend halfway decent, but I think as more tests become available, it, it can only go up. It's nowhere to go but up. Uh, so, I mean, it's like every day is, you know, a, a new situation. I mean, even during 9-11, we didn't have this much closure. I mean, people were scared to death, but the churches weren't closed. But now the churches are closed. And it just goes to show how perhaps unprepared some churches are. Some churches don't even have any kind of online presence at all. They ain't podcasting. They ain't doing nothing. You know, it should be a wake-up call for them to get the act together, podcast their services, or at least if they just have to do a revised version of the pastor and saying something, you know, positive to the congregation and keeping them encouraged, that's better than nothing. You know, to me, I think you got to look at this thing in a way, how different is it going to be as far as your life when it's all over and said and done? 
I mean, you can't get no hand sanitizer, those wipes. I mean, you know, other things you could use. I mean, you know, hell, baby wipes, uh, adult wipes, anything just to kind of scrub your hands down is better than nothing. I mean, that's what I had found. I found, you know, those, um, you know, they call them adult uh, washcloths. They got, you know, softeners in it. They, you know, they use to clean folk up with. Well, you can use to clean your hands. It beats nothing. And the second best thing to uh, the wipes, okay, fine, ain't got no alcohol in it. But something is better than nothing. But nothing beats good old-fashioned soap and water, okay? I think if more people practice that, we keep this thing down. Let's take a message. We'll take a break in a message real quick right now on All Music Radio, Washington, D.C. Y'all, Spike Fortune. Radio, Washington, D.C., where the hitch just keep on coming. 365. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day on All Music Radio. All right, we back. Just moving ahead. It's, it's, this is a tough thing. It's tough. You know, um, I, I wonder how is crime, is crime down? Is it steady? I mean, I still see a lot of thefts going on, but there was a lot of thefts going on before. All this happened, you know. So uh, just be mindful, be careful, because you may have something that somebody wants. Particularly when you go to the grocery store, you got to be careful. You don't know what people are doing. You don't know how desperate people are going to get. A lot of people out of work. A lot of people ain't getting no money. They might uh, um, uh, they might apply for unemployment. I was talking to somebody today. I said, well, you know, how long that normally take? They said two or three weeks. Well, with three three point two point eight billion. I mean, million people who applied for unemployment just last week. Can can the system physically process that many people? I think the answer to the question is, hell no, they can't do it. They can't do it when it ain't no rush. So the system is going to get crushed unless they even support it more or relieve some of the rules in terms of it. I mean, you know, let's say they're going to give, as far as unemployment, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna bump up everybody extra six hundred dollars for a period of time to kind of help them out. But it seems like it might be over with the time you get the money. Same thing with the uh, two trillion dollar uh, relief uh, package that they put out. You know, when you gonna get it? Two or three weeks? Four weeks? You know, uh, you, you you just don't know. And people need money now. They they can't wait for no two or three weeks. They need money right now. You know, a lot of these people, uh, businesses are furloughing uh, because they ain't got enough money to operate. You big chains like uh, uh, Cheesecake Factory said so they had to close stores and they don't know if they can survive without some kind of help. They they can't survive without people. And, uh, you know, my question is, well, what's that do with all this stimulus money that you got at the expense of taxpayers? Interest, you know, your home interest, all that stuff, they took that away. Well, who do you think that went to? That went to the big corporations. What did they do with all that money? Why didn't they keep some of that money for a rainy day? Why didn't they keep some of that money to perhaps keep people on another week or two or a month, whatever the case may be? See, they got that extra money. Now what? They need money now. Now, I understand why you have to do it, okay? If GM hires or hire has... 100,000 employees, it goes beyond that. 
because there's seven companies that support GM, and then you add the number of employees they have. So it's a food chain. So when when a big when the big boys get hit, all the food chain is affected too. And that could be a lot of small businesses that support the larger companies. So I understand why it has to be a stimulus package to keep them afloat. So that doesn't happen. Now I guarantee you, even we come back. The number of people who are, are who had been employed, they're not going to bring everybody back. I guarantee you, they're not going to bring everybody back. What is a major employer's biggest cost? Employees, salaries, and benefits. They're not going to bring everybody back. The economy will not be the same as it was before all of this happened. It, it just won't. Now, out of this, there'll be those who, who who are looking at things creativity. They're looking at creativity, and have decided that they're going to do something else if if it allows them to make money, you know, on their own terms. You know, some some entrepreneur is going to come out of this thing in some way that they probably wouldn't have done it if this didn't happen, because this gives you time to focus on who you and what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, and why you're going to do it. You know, if you ain't had no time being close to your family, you got more than enough time right now. Hopefully everything work out. You know, be up there fighting. You got to call a popo because you didn't beat up somebody in the house. I know that's going to happen too. It happens regardless. But sometimes, you know, these, these kind of situations may cause more tension because everybody's in the house and they go stir crazy after a while. You know, the kids are, don't have to do school at home. I mean, in some jurisdictions, they don't, you know, some places have laptops and, and iPads and, you know, these uh, devices that get Wi-Fi. Everybody don't have that. One of the biggest uh, school systems in, in Maryland, I'm shocked. They, you know, they, they, they're passing out packets. Packets? In 2020? All this technology we got? And you passing out packets? You better get that shit together. Because, you know, you, you know they're getting... Hundreds of thousands of dollars, hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of millions of dollars. That got to do better than this. I mean, come on, 2020. You know, find these resources that you need. In, increase your technology so you can do this stuff online. You know, I mean, I know they were probably doing some online for people who were sick and couldn't come in, but that number is probably small compared to Everybody in the school system, you know, if it's 82,000 kids or 100,000 or 102,000, everybody don't have internet access. One of the news people reported in this area, in D.C. area, there are over a million people who don't have it. <coughs> Excuse me. They don't even have internet access. Why do you think you see, you see so many people at the library? They did a study. And they said more people visited the library last year than anywhere else. Movie houses, whatever the case may be. The library. Why? Computers, internet access. That's why. They might have a computer, a laptop, or iPad, whatever the case may be, and they need that access. Very interesting uh, uh, things are coming out that this is worse than 911 in terms of preparation. You really look at it. It is a national security issue, and it needs to be treated as a national security issue as well. You know, that Defense Act that allows the government to make take people like GM to make ventilators, blah, 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 and anybody else, they should have did that weeks ago. 
they had done that weeks ago, we would have probably more ventilators. I mean, all the masks, a lot of the masks and gloves, they, uh, guess where they come from? China. Why don't they come from here? Once again, it's an opportunity for companies here to maybe reinvent themselves in terms of what they can produce. Maybe they can go from non-essential to being essential. Hey, trust me that this how you know, once this thing calms down, hand sanitizers are gonna be hand sign hand sanitizers is gonna be a number one product. Uh lights all those cleaning products are gonna be number one products. And and people are not gonna forget what happened and they're gonna make sure they got that stuff stocked up in the near future. Just in case all of a sudden a lot of people are gonna become preppers. They're gonna prep for situations like this. I mean, nobody could ever imagine that this would happen the way it has happened. But guess what? It has, and you got to do what you got to do to make it happen. Thanks a lot for listening. All Music Radio, Washington, D.C. We'll take you out on Better Days Are Coming because they are coming. Hang on in there. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. God can bring us out of this, y'all. He's going to make you something that you're not. He's going to make you think about something that you never did. And you may even be working somewhere where you, otherwise, if this didn't happen, you might not be there. Okay? I've seen it happen in other cases. Furloughs. You know, two women decided that they can make cheesecakes, and now that's all they do. Make more money than we're making in in the government. Think about it. Because guess what? You got time to think about it. Because you're going to be home for the next month, two, plan on three, maybe. We just don't know. But just hang on in there. Because better days are coming. Your host, Mike Fortune, thank you for listening. We love you. We pray for you. We pray that everything works out for you. In Jesus' name, thank you for listening. On All Music Radio. Look, you can reach us at www.allmusicradio.org. Hit the listen button. You can listen to us 24-7, seven days a week. We play great gospel, R&B, pop, you name it. We love music at All Music Radio. by yourself, but don't cry, the better days are coming, oh. better days are coming now, hang on in there, <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, I'm seeing, yeah.